Hello everyone and welcome back to the Taiku Podcast. This is episode 7 or 8, I haven't decided yet. And we should really just run both openings and then (laughs) you can pick one. No. You're just going to put them both together. Yes, I have to ruin both of them. That's kind of lazy. We're here as a continuation of episode 3. Finishing up Yoamushi Petal. Uh, joining me from the last time is Corey. <clears throat> Hello. And Chris. Hola. Uh, so we ended the last episode with um, Zaku's. No, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Thought we ended it with the end of the second day. Yeah, that was Zaku's. <laughs> No, we just talk about Zaku's until uh, the next episode, where they're going to the pharmacy. Or you you guys might have watched that episode, and I didn't. I don't know. I definitely remember watching that episode. Or we can just, like, wipe the slate clean and say, last time we talked about the first series, now this is the (laughs) second series, and we're just going to talk about the second series, including the Zaku's and the end of the second day. Even if we said that for like five minutes before. Sure. All right. So let's start with the end of the second day, which uh, was both very cool and very disappointing. Yes. <clears throat> I I liked where I stopped because I feel like the first four episodes, I was I was really disappointed with the way the end of the second day ended. That's a lot of. I was at the end of this end of the. <laughs> a lot of ends in there. <laughs> good. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the the show. Maybe I just. I'm, cons- like I'm, interpreting the show different than before. But I feel like, the third day. Is a lot different from the the first four episodes and the first series. It is. No, I, I agree with you totally. And I think, I think, I don't know if it's a matter of the content. Um, I think the show screwed itself over in that, you know, with the world's worst first series cliffhanger. Yeah. When it, when it came back to finish the second day, which was the first episode and then an episode of cleanup, and then the third episode was the prep for the third day. Like, they totally, instead of keeping the momentum and the style, it was like all of a sudden it was, it felt like a totally different show, but it was wrapping up this cliffhanger we'd been dying on for six months. It all felt really off. It didn't, it didn't fit very well. And I think that's the show's fault for doing it that way. They should have just finished the damn second day with the first series, for Christ's sake. It's the exact same complaint that I have with the second and third Hobbit movies. Like, the existence of the third makes the second worse. <laughs> I like those movies. I haven't watched the third one yet. I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the... With no spoilers, it's the exact same thing where, like, the first ten minutes of the third movie should have just been the final ten minutes of the second movie. But in reality, it's the Hobbit movie, so it's more yeah. probably like the 30 minutes. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot longer than ten minutes. <clears throat> That's disappointing. But yeah, no, I'm right with you, Corey. The, the series, it really hurt itself by ending the first series the way it did, and it just... It could have just kept with the momentum, but they had all the different, like, flashbacks or stuff. And so, the, the like, literally, it just, it didn't work. It felt so weird picking up with the second episode. I don't know what it is. But whatever. <laughs> the third day. It's the best day. Oh, it's my God. the best day. Yeah, let's stop saying bad things and sad things. Yamamushi Pedal, this was the best season ever. It was like the most enjoyable thing I watched for the last six months. This is the exact same thing that happened last time. We're like, why are we only talking about the bad things about this amazing show? <laughs> Get it out the way. Seriously, the third day, uh, make up for anything, thanks. It might have done wrong. It has gone from being a really good sports anime to being one of my favorites. During during the whole <clears throat> during these twenty episodes, the third day, <laughs> I most of the time um, it was, and I'm saying this as a compliment, uh, but most of the time, while things are happening, and I'm just thinking, this is so fucking stupid. Like, it's stupid in a really, really great way. <clears throat> like, everyone is... I think all the characters... I didn't think this before, but I think this now. That every character is literally psychotic. They're all insane. <laughs> They're all crazy, and <clears throat> it was really fun to just watch them be just insane. They make yeah. the craziest faces. Like they distort. Like like everyone is Mito Suji now. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and then Mito Suji was even more Mito Suji. Like he. <laughs> Sorry. So, like, in the last episode, I mentioned how the series tends to um, go a little DBZ. Like, you're like, you know, 50 more meters, and then, like, a whole episode goes by. The yeah. Whole, the whole second series, like Corey was saying, the, the whole 20 episodes of the second series is the final day. And one could complain that it's just like DBZ and just drags on, but every episode had a purpose. But... To tack on to the DBZ thing, Midosuji totally did the Frieza, this is my final form bullshit. <laughs> yeah, when he pulls his sleeves up and he pulls his leg, his pants up. And he all like hulks out like his back gets all twisted like he's got multiple scoliosis and he's just all twisted up. He's like, this is my final form. I can't Sorry. sustain this for very long. Better save it for last. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, it was it was incredibly hilarious. And yes, every single character is absolutely psychotic. Um, this series, I think, it it toned down what I what I refer to as the horror anime elements a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it didn't really have any of that. But it replaced that with just 
insanity. Like the the characters, they went crazy with the crazy faces, but it wasn't you know horror ish faces. And then it amped up the melodrama, which was simultaneously you know affecting and hilarious. And this was just like the whole series was just like the series exploded and was just amazing from start to finish, going all out, just like. The characters in the show going all out for the third day. Yay! I tied it together. Yo, <laughs> uh, Pucker does a tremendous job at making one kilometer feel like it's three minutes instead of twenty minutes. Oh man, yeah, it's probably every every week when I was watching it, it was like the fastest thing ever, and I was just like, "Why are you over? What was it like marathoning it, Corey?" Uh, it was pretty great. <laughs> like it just it just didn't stop. It just like something crazy would happen and then something crazy would replace that and it just kept going until the very end. I can't wait to rewatch it. I didn't yeah, I didn't even feel like it was <clears throat> with the first and second day, I did feel like oh this is taking forever but the third day i yeah i do feel like they used like everything was there and it was supposed to be there and it took as long as it needed to take yep every episode had a focus like once the race started it was like every single episode like they had a mission statement this is what this episode deals with and it all it all felt connected and it never felt like it was wasting time like oh those three episodes could have been one episode it was like no that episode had a had a purpose this episode has a purpose especially when everybody starts dying like that was like if you could have crammed it all together and it would have just not been as affecting and fantastic but the way that they just this is this episode it just it was like a bullet train so good Yeah, so do we want to, like, break it down a little bit or, like, just kind of sure. talk yeah. about whatever madness? Nah, let's break it down. Um, I will admit that I'm not, I don't remember the events as I should. We can I, start with uh, the green team. The green team, the pack. Uh, yeah. The first thing that happens is that uh, Ornigo falls into the pack. What's the pack, Corey? You gotta speak <laughs> chronologically. You just jump in, man. It's uh, where you get 15 magic cards, and then you open it, and they smell really good. <laughs> well, first, I mean, the uh, leader, what, what his name was, Machi Mia, I think. I honestly couldn't, I can't he remember. He was this guy. Weird penis. The dog of Kude or something. Yeah. He shows up at the beginning. He starts rubbing everyone like I'm taking your stars away. <laughs> Sorry. This whole series is just so funny. Continue, Corey, and just keep talking through any bouts of laughter I may have. Yeah, so I actually liked the even though the green team they kind of suck. Like they're like bad guys, I guess. I liked what they brought to the show. Yeah, it was like they were uh, 
like this weird unknown element, especially because the dude was like, I'm stealing your stars and touching everybody. Like it almost made it feel like is the show about to get like weird and mystic, but, and the whole thing has always been Sohoku versus Hakone and then Midosuji thrown in there. The green team was like this weird wild card that just showed up and then had the potential to completely ruin, you know, what we thought the series was going to just keep going down. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it did add like some superstitious kind of stuff. It's like what like what could he possibly do? And then him controlling the pack was actually like, Oh, that's really cool, actually. Yep. So it's just I, re- like- I really liked how they uh illustrated the pack as this giant snake <laughs> swallowing giant snake. up. And it eats people. <laughs> that that was the- like the that was the only thing in this series that I was like, there's my horror, my horror manga. There's my horror anime. Cause the way that the snake was just trailing behind and people are screaming and they're like, we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time where the, they, people start dying and they like, lo- they actually look like they're act like they're dying. Like, Oh no, the pack's here. It's no. And then all that's happened is that they're a part of the pack. <laughs> and they're all happy and complacent, like, yeah, this is the best place to be. Oh, this is all right. Yeah, this ain't bad. We're going to catch up. Yep. And, and then and there was. I felt it really was, you know, the um, not so much twist, but the spice that the show needed to propel itself for this series because, you know, half of Sohoku and Hakone and everybody, they get absorbed into this pack and it starts splintering off everybody. And so it starts creating like all these weird, desperate situations that's outside of I need to make sure I finish first, you know, outside of the racing. It added, you know, so, some level of stakes because, you know, they were now trapped in this pack. They had this green team and all these cheaters that were blocking them and actively preventing them. And it wasn't like they were at the front of the race you know they're at the back you know there's like four people that are three miles ahead of them in first and second place and it was just like what do we do i really liked all of that and that was only like three or four episodes wasn't it yeah it didn't last too long either just enough to stir it up yeah and then uh when uh, the green team's like they they did their job and uh, caught up and caught Arakita and Manami and Onoda. They're just like, see you later. And, they just and then the laugh. pack just falls apart. They're like, without our leader, what are we going to do? Oh, no. I think you never hear from them again. Which yeah, I mean, that's not really the oh, point of it. The awesome, then we get the awesome Arakita episodes. Yes. He's so cool. Delinquent Arakita is the best character. <laughs> Riding the scooter. What's <laughs> so stupid? With his little pompadour and his leather jacket on this little itty bitty moped. <laughs> Too good. So could we call Yoapaka a comedy horror anime? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then that's one thing that the series was always funny. Um, it, 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 it had a lot of melodrama in this series. Um, but just like Love Live, it used that melodrama for comedy. Um, but I think Yawapeta actually leveraged the melodrama more to where it actually served its purpose 
and, um, to create a sense of drama and tension and affect the viewer and still be funny at the same time. Um, and every time there was a flashback, you know, it's Arakita and his, you know, his motivation. Why did he join the team? And it's all this emotional stuff, but it's hilarious at the same time. <laughs> and that's just that's just the mode that this whole series was in. The whole the whole uh, twenty four or let's forget the first three episodes. <laughs> the whole like twenty twenty one episodes of the series. Yeah, so I really liked Arakita's, uh like because we didn't really see him do much before, and this is the first time where he's like showing off and he doesn't really doesn't really have like a superpower like some of the other people do but he's just like i don't know he's just good like and it 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 feels like all the other times we've seen him when he's been racing he's been holding back and like this time he's just like oh this guy thinks he's an asshole well i'm more of an asshole and i i know how to be an asshole just shows, like, shoves Machami and shows him, shows him who's who. His superpower was being a cocky, arrogant bastard. That's the delinquent in him. Show me up. Fuck you. You gotta say something, Corey. I know, dude. Arakita grabbed Onoda Manami and went after the green team because he was like, fuck these guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat them. He start he starts speaking like like he's a like they never really Machamiya I think says it once like oh you're not a wolf anymore but before that he's like talking about their scent it's just really weird oh they have a bad scent oh I yeah, can smell the, them his nickname was like the wolf or something so the green dude he's like I'm the dog of Kure and he's like well I'm the wolf of whatever motherfucker wolf yeah. is better than dogs. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's all sniffing everybody. And they also make the deal where uh, whoever passes this line first, the other one can then not pass them no matter what. Yeah, whoever gets two flags ahead. I was wondering how that would work, because, like, if you're two flags behind and you can still make it up, then... No, it, it was it was like a, a bet, like an yeah. honor thing. Like, hey, if I do here, you have to just give yeah. up. You can't pass us anymore. Yeah, you just give up. You and know. they they do yeah. that again like, later. I was wondering how they were going to do that because everyone in this in the show seems so competitive that they wouldn't just give up. But it's kind of like, no, even if I try to get well, back not, there, I'm not gonna make it anyway. I don't know. It's like a. I don't want to say gentleman, but I don't really have a better word. It's like a gentleman's agreement. Like. Yeah. No, that, that that's. I think that's what it just would be referred to as. That's all it was. Like it, like everyone seems like super competitive, but it never, like even in the third day, it never seems like anyone's like malicious. Even Mito Suji, like he doesn't do anything fucked up like he did before, where he <laughs> told Imaizumi, "Oh, your mother, she's she got ran over." <laughs> Like, no one, like, does anything malicious. They're just super competitive, and they play by the rules, and they honor each other. <laughs> then, uh, Arakita... Yeah. 
They get two flags ahead, and the green guy's like, no, how could you do that? And he starts crying, and then uh, the other guy, Ibitani, uh, was, like, going to go ahead, but then he's like, no, we lost. Let, and then gotta... they just fall back. Yeah. And then they never show up again. Because they <laughs> fell back. It's kind of like even at the end, where you know you see everyone again, they're not even. I don't even remember oh, seeing them. Finished. They're just like fuck this bicycles. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think a lot of people finished actually finished that race. Yeah. <laughs> the racetrack strewn with the dead bodies of people <laughs> 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 weren't good enough. Okay, so uh, what happens directly afterward is the beginning of everybody dying. Yes. Well, so they're they're wrapping around the lake right before they get to the hill, the, the climbing up the mountain. Yeah, Arakita catches up and brings so everyone's together, um, and then they uh, start sprinting to uh, where the hill starts. And then uh, that's like in between there, Arakita <laughs> dies. <laughs> like, I, I, do we want to like say like all the people that end up dying? It, because it's like it's just it was like the most joyful thing watching this series, quote unquote, kill people off with reckless abandon. Like you have no idea who's living and who's dying. It's just like. Oh my goodness, I don't understand what's going to happen now because everybody's just going to fucking die. I know, I, I, I kind of feel like we should save a lot of that for people who haven't watched it, but if you haven't watched it, why are you listening to this? Because you know that it always spoils everything. We're also in the yeah. second half of the show. But I really like when someone dies, they have like... It's like a visual obituary or something. It's like it's like flashbacks of like all the good times they had. <laughs> it's like we'll remember you. You'll live on in our hearts. With Dazaki freeze frames of the person who's dying and then everybody who's still living, they're just no and they're looking back behind them with shock and tears streaming down. <laughs> And the stronger ones just put their hands on the back. It's okay. He wanted it to be this way. We must push forward in and his memory. Like the continued theme even till the end, with the with the final race where he's like, I'm gonna ride for everyone that's fallen. It's either he's going to get vengeance for them or he's winning so the team can win and have their sacrifice not be in vain. <laughs> And they totally did the DBZ thing, like, at the very end, you know. I will go with all the people who have passed so that I can carry them across this finish line. And there's, like, the ghost image behind them yep. pushing him forward. <laughs> it was amazing. This whole thing was just amazing. Like, I'm looking at the episode listing, and it's like, we're already at, like, episode 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And... All of that is just a blur. It just happened so quickly and just just moved. I don't even. I'm just like, wow, that was 12 episodes of all yeah. that. Jesus, it's really <laughs> just one really long episode. Uh, oh, yes. What are you gonna say? Say it. Say it. The unexpected happened. 
Yes. With uh, Sohoku's leader suddenly falling out. <laughs> yep. You have to save more pain and crying out. Sorry, I don't want to yell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, poor Kinjo. His knee. I, like I, I was having a hard time remembering. I don't even remember that. Knee. Yeah, I don't even remember. They said it was during the sprint, uh, the final sprint at the end of the second day, but I don't remember anything. Yeah, I don't. Re- I don't remember him having issues with his knee or whatnot. But anyway. Whether it was real or not, in context, his knee gave up. So, he, like, right before the hill, too, he's like, dude, I can't go at all. He tries, though. He really does. He didn't even make it to the mountain, though. Like, he still ended up stopping, like, right at the base. Yeah, he was, like, right on the slope mm-hmm. up. Well, the bum knee, you can't climb up a mountain. I don't blame the guy. And this is where... This is where this is where I was like, okay, this is what Ace of Diamonds should have been. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing, like, just earlier this morning in between naps. Like, so both of the series, they do really much the same thing. They focus on the team and they focus on the sport. There's no, you know, main character driving, you know, I want to go to Nationals because my dead girlfriend <laughs> wants to go there. You know, there's nothing about that. It's all about the team and the sport. And both series, they provide enough backstory, motivation, and investment to where you care about the third years, the people that this is their last um, last go at everything. And then Ace of Diamond did what it did. And all of a sudden, Yamamushi Pedal, they're like, oh, our third year, like, he's quote-unquote dead. He's dropped out and you're like wait what's happening and the first years start taking over and it's still driving towards you know the ultimate goal and I don't know if it would be considered a big spoiler or not but Yamushi Pedal fucking pays off like big time yep it was entirely warranted it didn't feel cheap it didn't feel like oh this is what should have happened it was like no based off of how the series moved this is the most satisfying ending, and it doesn't strip the future of any importance, you know? So good. <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> yeah, so once Kinjo is gone... There's only one third year left, and you already know, like, well, he's not going to be the one that's going to win it for him. No. What do you mean, the spider can't win? Like, because... um, Like, some unexpected stuff happened. But I was... um, When when he... When Kinjo dropped out, I was like, okay, so... Makishima... He's probably going to help everyone the first years get up the mountain because he's the best at climbing on their team. So he's not going to be the one to win it. So you have the three first years. So it just, it, there's, um, there's an element of, uh, 
unknown. But on a climb, it's obviously going to be Onaga. I didn't know who. I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, Naruko busts out his, like, super amazing, like, look, I can actually climb better than all y'all motherfuckers for, like, the first, like, whole half of the mountain. He can only do it for so long. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought Makishima was going to do something like that, but Naruko is like, nope, it's my turn. And And (laughs) what he does is. Like, uh, like he starts riding, and then it just becomes like, yeah, 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 and he's like, like high fiving people on the side of the road. <laughs> Everyone's cheering for him. It was like watching a real like sporting event. It was like so exciting. He's just like, yeah, and you're like, dude, that's so fucking cool. Like. I felt like I wanted to be on the sides and just, like, reach out and high-five that dude. Be like, yeah, bitches. And uh, the best part of that is that he just, like, goes blind from... from goes blind. blind too hard. <laughs> he, well, he said it was from not enough oxygen, which probably that which sounds really <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> and then he's, like, blind, and Onoda is Turn like, left. you gotta tell... Asked him to, you know, tell him where to go, and he's like, "Turn left here, turn right here." It's like I could still go. Don't try to stop me. Yeah, of all the uh, characters that quote unquote died, I like Naruto is like for real the one that like he really probably could have died. <laughs> and it's like a um, a recurring theme, like. Like, it's always, you know, someone's helping everyone else get somewhere, and then once the other, like, once their goal is in view, like, that person just goes away. So, like, once Naruko catches them back up to Hakone, he's just like, see you later. (laughs) He just, like, he probably could have put his on his brakes and, like, gently got off the bicycle, but he just crashed (laughs) into the ground. (laughs) It doesn't have the oomph needed. Like, I totally get what they were going for with that. Um, like, it's a really neat, uh, kind of neat, uh, recurring storytelling uh, mechanism. You know, when you reach the end of your goal, you know, it's like you now feel fulfilled or whatever. And that's entirely what they're playing with, why they have, like, the whole final stretch of this race is, like, mini goals here and there. And each person is like okay this is my goal and as soon as they reach that goal no matter what they had to endure it's like okay i can now die happy and so they take that you know allegory of i can now die happy and said well let's make the dude die quote unquote (laughs) you know yeah he could have put on the brakes (laughs) but no because then he wouldn't like Make everybody start crying and screaming because he was dying. No, no Dazaki freeze frames. None of that. You have to have that every time. And I keep laughing, but it really is. It it, it works effectively to where yep. you're like, oh, that's really fucking sad, and you're like, yep. oh my god, dude's dying, and everything's over, and you feel the loss. But at the same time, it is hilarious, and that is what the show just did so well. I cried so much. <laughs> and the deaths get more and more ridiculous, because at first it's just Akita who's kind of falling behind of everyone else. 
And then, uh... Then Tadakoro... Yeah. No, Tadakoro-looking guy, he kept going. Well, I mean, he oh. died, but he didn't oh, yeah. crash. Yeah, he didn't, like, almost actually die. He got to keep going, but he, in the, he did, he died. He was, like, the first Sohoku to die. Because <laughs> he had to get them to the mountain. And they treated it as such. Yeah, they treated it as such. he had to sprint against the fucking demon, the fucking <laughs> Satan. So awesome. Like, like, when he first does that, like, they play it up. Like, when he's racing against Mito Suji, and he, like, reveals that he's actually Satan. Uh, but when he's racing here, it's just like, oh, yeah, you you know you know about that. It's, so he's just there doing it. Like, they don't glam it up or anything. It's just like, nope. okay, that's happening. <laughs> Makes it completely normal, and it feels normal. It doesn't feel like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why is he doing that with his face? He's going to dry out with his tongue hanging out like that. That's not effective. Maybe he carries three water bottles further. Well, he apparently carries like 30 of those power bars. I think 30 is an understatement. Like, where do they come from? He like he always has a new one to give to someone. crevice of his body. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me of that one ending after the ending song where it's, um, uh, I forget his name, the third year from Kyoto uh, Fushimi and uh, Mido Suji. And they're, Mido Suji's like, I've cast away everything. And they're like, they first show his face. And it's like his hair gone, his hair's gone. And they're like, everything? And then it shows his crotch and he's like, it's all gone. <laughs> The, the little four-coma codas at the end of every episode were even better this season than they were the first one. Oh, <sighs> I really like uh, Fukutomi when he's walking up on those girls, and he's like, bang! And then, <laughs> and then they run away. Oh my god. Every after-credit scene is the best after-credit scene. Sonara goes dead. <laughs> yep. And then we get another unexpected thing. Imaizumi is like, I'm the ace, and then he just fucking goes. Yeah, he bolts. Um, and he's, uh, he becomes like a, like, on the second day, like, he couldn't do anything, and now he's, like, super cool. He has to step up to the occasion. Well, and the best part was, is that he totally addresses that. He's like, just yesterday, I was shit, but now I have all my dead fallen <laughs> soldiers behind me, pushing me forward, and I will not be afraid anymore. <laughs> it's the strength of your fallen comrades in you. It's the most shonen and shonen things ever. It's for his nakama guest. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. Yeah, so him and Fukutomi go off with each other. And then, uh, while there no, it wasn't Fukutomi, it was uh, the other dude. Because Fukutomi, he just couldn't go. So he ordered his other dude to go with him, I thought. No, because Fukutomi caught up to him it. later. And then Fukutomi goes after him. And then it's. And then Makishima stops Todo from going after him. Because he's like, You're not going after him, you're staying here with me. And then, oh, so that's right. Okay, yeah, that is right. But 
it, it reminds me he just got so far ahead because yeah. he basically stopped competing. It was the race yeah. was over. That's he, right. He like uh, Imaizumi just kept like every time Fukutomi caught up, Imaizumi would just gun it, and then uh, he eventually just tired him out, which was surprising because he's the Orewatsuyoi guy, which is the only thing that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> I mean, eventually, at some points, it turns into Uratachi wa tsuyoi, which means we are strong, but still, are strong. It's the only thing that comes out of his mouth. He's got conviction. Got to admire a man with conviction. Uh, I think slightly yeah. before that, uh, Fukutomi had uh, the other third gear climber go, right? That was after he got okay. tired out. He sent Mana. Uh, no, so Toto he got held back by Makishima, um, and then after Fukutomi got tired out and Imaizumi was like four miles ahead of him, that's when he sends Manami to go catch up to him. Yeah, but before that, it's Makishima, Onoda, Toto, and Manami, and then Mito Suji shows up. And then uh, everyone that was. bicycles at some point, and I am having a hard time remembering when they do it. <laughs> well, that's because every episode was like this one little thing, and so like trying to talk about it in broad strokes, you're like covering like four episodes, five episodes, and it's like, wait, this happened here, and this happened there, but that was this episode and this episode. It just it becomes this huge thing for like the last six or seven episodes where you're just bouncing between all the different uh, pieces that are uh, going on. So much bicycle racing. Okay, so um, Makishima and Toto are holding each other back, but in front of them is Imaizumi, and that's it. Imaizumi and Fukutomi went oh, off okay, so they're on their own. And then Mio Suji. Yeah, and then... Yeah, Mito Suji and I forget his name, his dude. I thought he was gone. But uh, he wasn't even there. He, no, yeah, I mean before he got there, he was okay. like giving Mito Suji like life advice, <laughs> and Mito Suji is just like Kimo, 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 <laughs> and oh, that dude's just like, yeah, okay, but you know, I love you anyway. You're still cool or whatever, and then he dies. <laughs> yeah. And then Mito Suji catches up, and then it's then Mito Suji and Manami go off, and then Makishima tells Onoda to go after him, and then it's those three racing because Manami makes a deal with Mito Suji to whoever catches up to Fukutomi, the other person can't pass the winner. And th- but this time around. This time around, it wasn't just the gentleman's agreement that let them keep that promise. Oh, final form. Here we go. Yeah, they, they they tie, and then it's like, oh, we tied, so uh, whatever. I guess no one's doing anything. And then Madosuji dies. Like, I don't even remember how that happened. Well, um... Midosuji, uh... He broke his leg. He couldn't even pedal anymore. That's right. Yeah, so he catches up, and then Imaizumi is being awesome, uh, keeping Mito Suji in check. 
And then Imaizumi tells uh, Onoda, like, like, like Onoda, like this whole time, like all the time, he's just like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And so he finally catches up to Imaizumi, and he's like, I'm sorry that I couldn't prevent Mito Suji from arriving. But the, but the real surprise is Imaizumi looking at, how the fuck did you get up here? <laughs> and that's when he tells Onoda, like, all right, this is it. You gotta win it, or I gotta win it. And then... Snap. And then uh, Imaizumi races Mito Suji, and that was so awesome. <laughs> like, I feel like like the end here, they're, like, bringing up things they've that's either uh, already been established, like they're closing those threads. Yeah. So it's Imaizumi versus Mito Suji. Finally, a real battle. It's not Imaizumi just losing and cursing himself. And he... <laughs> I really, there's like some shots where they like show a person's heart, like a real heart, and it's like beating. <laughs> so dumb, but so great. <laughs> yeah, so they're racing and they're like running into the guardrail, and Mito Suji is like trying to squeeze his face <laughs> in between the guardrail and Imaizumi. Like not even his body, just his face. Because <laughs> that's how you win races. Like, that doesn't it. even look comfortable. <laughs> oh, and that's when Imaizumi has like the best comeback ever. When he tells Mito Suji, he calls him Kimo Suji. <laughs> and, he, and Mito Suji loses his shit. That was the greatest thing. Yeah, it, the whole thing, it was team up after team up, and it, it, it paid off every time. So, like, the whole time you're like, finally, will Imaizumi fucking show this dude up because he's a douche and it was like me personally I was super super invested in that because of you know Midosuji telling Imaizumi that his mom had died uh, <laughs> um, and, and, it, and it pays off every time like, it, you never feel short changed like this is the showdown and bam okay it ends one way or the other but it always feels entirely like vindicated every single time. Yeah, Imaizumi's frame breaks, but he still like beats Mido Suji. I wonder if that's like a common occurrence if that happens a um, lot. With what they're doing, it seems possible because when you're when you're standing riding, when you're not sitting on the saddle, when you're standing. Mm-hmm. doing what they're doing, you're twisting the frame a lot. And with how much they've been riding, it seems like it could be possible. Yeah. But like, like you stand- said earlier, like everybody's like psychotic to the hilt. So it's like, <laughs> could a real person actually even do the things that Amizumi does that ends up breaking that frame? Yeah, because standing, standing up puts a lot of stress on it, so... I think it's possible. I don't know how common it is. But yeah, like once they once they get there because they're going downhill and then they get up to the final slope, and then once they hit that slope, Mito Suji's leg gives out. He's just like, I can do it with one leg. I can do it. He <laughs> can't do it. That was so. It was so awkward and funny looking, but at the same time, I'm just like, "Yeah, you son of a bitch, that's what you fucking deserve." And he's all like trying to pedal with the one foot because it's got the the cleat 
attachment so he could actually lift the pedal without pushing down on the other side. And he's just like, I can do it. Oh, I really like how when he's riding Midosuji, he bent his the drops on his handlebars upward. Like he's riding so hard. That, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but that was... That was crazy. I wonder, like, what are the key words that are said the most during this episode? Gross. Good. Wait, you, you've never said gross. You've always said chemo. Uh, chemo, yeah. The, the, that, that word is in there a lot. So many times. <sighs> Even, like, while he's, like, doesn't he, like, start calling himself gross when his leg goes out? Did he ever turn inward, remember. or was he still, like, just angry? I don't remember. He was, like, <laughs> he was like looking at the sky, and he's like, oh, the color yellow, it means happiness. <laughs> Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> and when he... When he crashes, like, when his body's strewn on the grass, he does not look human. <laughs> looks like a monster. <laughs> He's, like, every, like, there's normal people standing around his body, and his, like, he looks like he must be, like, eight feet tall or something. <laughs> like, don't forget, Corey, he was all stretched out and in his final form. <laughs> he did stretch out. Like, his neck, like, stretches out. Like, I don't even, like, he, At least his, spine got, yeah. his spine got longer. That's what happens when you're in final form, man. I think that has to be the uh, the episode picture. Migo Suji in his final form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now that that's over... And Maizumi's frame is broken. It is time for what we've waited for since, like, episode 15 of the first series during the yep. AM training, Sakamichi yep. and Minami. Yay. Yep. Finally. Like, all throughout, like, the first and second day of the inner high, I was like, why are these two not battling each other? They set this yeah. up. We've been waiting for it. They set it up. Why? It's not even coming close to happening. Like they're not even using Manami or Onoda. They just like exist. What? What? What was this promise? This was that promise. And it finally happens through a series of circumstances. Oh, speaking of Manami, when he when he's racing Mito Suji and he like shows off his wings to Mito Suji, <laughs> Mito Suji's like off. Oh, that's I can do that, and then he does that, and his wings are like black and like glowing. It's so weird. <laughs> yes, weird is definitely a good word to use for this show in general. In the back begin. Oh yeah, the shorts. His, uh, the drops on his handlebars are bent. They're not supposed to bend that far upward. I don't know if you're supposed to have like a three foot seat either. <laughs> Yeah, his seat is so high up. He's, look at his legs. You see those things? Those aren't legs. <laughs> I gotta close the tab. I have to close the tab. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I still have the final form tab open, though. Close. If you, if you look at the key visual, it looks like Mito Suji is like, holding a pitchfork. He's holding his bicycle. 
I know, but <laughs> it, it is. It's a pitchfork, yeah. It it's looks ominous. It's because he's always in the back and then shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, so uh, we get Sakamichi and uh, Manami. And it's the race that Manami's been waiting for, too. Yeah, and when he when he gets excited, he looks like he needs to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a glow in his Manami's eyes that just does not look safe. It, psychosis, like, if I'm remembering the face correctly, yes. there's, like, pure psychosis in those eyes. Yep. Like, they talk, like, earlier, they talk about, oh, he smiles while he's riding. That's that's not smiling. He's he, he has had a mental break at this point. So, these last three episodes, was I the only one who was crying in panic, not sadness, but just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, freaking out? Is that just me? Oh, I was freaking out pretty hard. Okay. I, don't know, I, was enjoy- I was enjoying the ride. Oh, I was too, but it was like every every Monday sitting there in my car during lunch break, and I'm just watching it, and all of a sudden I start getting emotional. I'm like, go, Anoda, oh my god. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely got emotional. <laughs> and, it, and it keeps giving and taking, like, constantly throughout these uh, two episodes. You just, you, I really, I had no idea how it was going to turn out, but I was pretty sure that no matter how it turned out, it was all going to be worth it. Like with Ace of Diamond, no, they they should have won. With this, like it could have gone either way, and I think it would have worked out just as well. Um, but you know, the way it did go was definitely the better option. Well, this compared to Ace of Diamond is uh, we never really saw a confrontation between Seiko and Inishiro before. Oh. We did. There was like a whole episode of flashbacks. But it wasn't like... It wasn't so uh, steeped like Onoda and Manami was. Well, there wasn't like a confrontation like steeped between Onoda and Manami. They just met each other and got drinks and were like, we should race together, it'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, it was the promise that finally occurred instead of the revenge that never happened. See, I, I like the way this Yomishi Pedal did it because it cl- I feel like it closes off everything it's built before, and I feel like it can start anew now. With like, I feel like it has a lot more potential. Like, it has potential to keep going. Like with Ace of Diamond, I feel like they just went, they just put the car in reverse and just hit the gas. They're not building a second chapter, they're replaying the first chapter, whereas Yamushi Petal, we complete this first chapter, where does it go from here? Only goes up. And it also helps that we actually, like, really give a shit about the first years in Yoa Petal, you know, Imaizumi, Naruko, and uh, Onoda. We can build build off of that. (laughs) As opposed to Furia and... uh... Sawamura and Haruchi, which fucking Haruchi, he's not even a main character. He was no, he wasn't used until the last like two episodes of that game. It was like this character has just been sitting there with hair covering was, his eyes for <laughs> sixty episodes. Four, four with three RBIs in the tournament. Yeah, but he, he's not a character. He's just a he's a baseball bat. <laughs> 
And look, Corey, stats don't mean nothing if you're only in, you know, 10 minutes worth of a 75-episode show. My goodness. <laughs> anyway, Manami. So Manami, his secret power, his superpower, is he using the highest gears on the bicycle going up a mountain, which is insane. And somehow he's able to pedal super fast. And so this ties back into what I was feeling during the first series. <laughs> and they still never addressed it, but it was, it, it kind of makes sense now why it was never addressed because they wanted to save this for the Manami reveal. During the first series, when uh, Onoda was trying to learn how to bike and was having trouble keep going and stuff, all I could sit there was think, when the fuck is is somebody going to teach him about changing gears? <laughs> so they, so, you know, lower your gear yep. when, you, when you're having trouble, or oh, it's a little easier now. Increase your gear. You know, when is somebody going to teach you? about changing gears it's going to make your life a whole lot easier and they continue to completely ignore that except you know anoda every once in a while will notice be like oh they're changing gears oh okay and he'll change gears with them but there was no like strategy and then manami comes out and you're like oh that's why because they didn't want to ruin this like he doesn't even really like i think he only changes gears once on the third day and that's at the end with manami yep there's also the Hime song with Takakoro when he changed gears. But that, that wasn't a strategy of changing gears. That was just like, oh, all of a sudden now he knows how to shift gears to use them. You know, it was just like this weird thing that just, don't pay attention to me, don't pay attention to me. You know how to ride a bike. You know you shift gears. And that's because they, they of this. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this time he's like, huh, Manami's on the last gear. Maybe I should change gears. <laughs> and then he's it's, like, I'm going to do the two gear change dance or whatever. And then he does that. And then he rides up and down. I really like when Manami has his like, like, he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the 10th gear. And then he hits it. And then like, he's like riding through like Sleepy Hollow or something. <laughs> yeah. And his wings, like... The flesh, like, falls off his wings, and then the bones of his wings are falling off. I'm telling you, that horror series is rooted throughout the whole thing. It's so good. And then but he's like, no, it's just an illusion. You mean you don't really have wings, Minami? <laughs> and then he grows new wings, which don't even, they, they don't really look like wings anymore. So, now that we're at this point in the series, we cannot neglect to mention the greatest character of the series making their return appearance and actually being like some of the funniest things in recent memory. Bonona's mom. <laughs> God, what is wrong with her? <laughs> like she, she, she just shows up at the finish line. It's like, I don't know where I am. I got lost from my tourist group. <sighs> I just wanted to see Mount Fuji. And then the crazy uh, pigtailed girl who's in love with Manami, she's like trying to explain. And she's like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh, you love Mount Fuji too? And it's like, oh, that boy has the same name as my son. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's her first thought. Like, weird. 
He's got the same name as my son, huh? And he also rides bikes. I know that my son's been riding bikes lately, too. That is too much of a coincidence. So weird. <laughs> and, then, and then when he finally shows up, she's just like... Fuck yeah mode. Like, she's just like, okay with it. Like, she doesn't freak out. She's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, she's more than okay with it. Like, she turns into, like, this Hulk thing. Like, she's screaming and cheering along, too. She's, like, all of a sudden into it. And was like, yeah, you better win. It it was just weird, because before she's like, oh, he must be at his anime club or something. (laughs) And then she, like, switches over to, like, she knows everything now. She's like, oh, yeah, he's got to win for his teammates. (laughs) Like, she had an epiphany, like, oh... He's, he races bicycles, and this is him racing. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> it was so good. There were times where I was sitting there, I was like, "Go back to Anthony's mom, please. Get, just go back to her. I want to see. I want to see more." So funny. So then episode 23 ends on the second worst cliffhanger ever, <laughs> except this time except this time we didn't have to wait six months to see <laughs> what happened. It was the longest week. Man, it was, it was so, like, all of a sudden they hit the finish line and you just see bicycle tires and you're like, you don't know what's what. And then the last episode takes, like, ten minutes to build back up. But it's not a recap, like, it's all this new stuff that they didn't yeah. show. They just wanted to end episode 23 with showing you wheels crossing the finish line. It was just like, no, why? I'm an emotional <laughs> wreck. The series ruined me. Oh, but then you finally see that happen. And it's like, not just, um, do we say it or do we not? You said That's everything it. else. Well, it's not just, uh, <laughs> I want to go crossing the finish line. And winning the race, it's everyone standing on that podium. Oh, it's so good. That was great. They, like, jump up onto it. So exciting. It was like an 80s moment. yeah! And then they have that, like, moment where they're like, oh, where's Kinjo and Naruko? It's not going to be the same with them. They're not going to make it. And then they pull up slowly, dramatically. We made it, guys. They're, like, pretty far away when the award ceremony is starting. It's like, oh, no, come on, come over here. We'll wait. Yeah, and when, when he wins, like, everyone just starts crying. Everyone. And Midosuji in the back of the ambulance looking like he's comatose. <laughs> like, his tongue is, like, hanging over the side of his face. And he just it's nothing but thoughts. You don't he, he never actually speaks, he's just like <laughs> Yeah, I was uh you know, after the week in between there, you know, I sat down to watch the last episode and I was perfectly calm, like I wasn't anything and like within thirty seconds I immediately got like my blood pressure up and I'm all excited watching it and I am pretty certain I did actually scream and yell and cheer um, in my car. It was extraordinarily uh, satisfying to watch. He like goes through the finish line. He's like holding his hands up. Oh God, it was so good. This is the best show. But then, but then everything's over and the eighties moment with the ceremony, but we still have 
11 minutes left in the episode. Oh, Corey. God, it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. How, how, how are we going to fill 11 minutes by going to Akiba? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like all the after credit scenes from, like, the whole series became part of the show. I was like, oh, my God, I know the song. This is what I've been singing this entire <laughs> he time. singing it. <laughs> he holds up the CD, and he's like, wait, this is what I was singing with you? <laughs> that was really is- good that was a really good send off for the third years yep. winning the race and, and treating them to gifts from Akihabara I can't remember what he gave it wasn't he gave it wasn't spiders that he gave Makishima they were octopuses or something No they? they were spiders they were like spiders. weird looking spiders and he bought 10 of them because he was so <laughs> gracious Well and then of course in true Onoda otaku fashion which has been a great thing throughout this whole series Makashima's like, what the fuck is this? And so now Onoda has to tell him all about the anime that it's from, who made it, what it is, what it's about, what they look like. <laughs> She's <laughs> web like, oh from God. his butt. In one episode, his web breaks, and Makashima's not ready for that. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That reminds me of the. Um... The one of the endings where it's Tadakoto and Makishima, and Makishima needs to recycle some bottles. So Tadakoto uses his crazy lungs to uh, suck in, or yeah, to he exhales. He exhales everything, so he has to take a huge breath. So he sucks in the bottles to crush them. And then there's like a hundred bottles and it like cuts to like the first year's opening the door and he's like having a seizure <laughs> like a bottle of his own spit. It's pretty good. It was it was just fantastic. I yeah. Like Corey said it at the beginning, you know. With the first series, it was it was a very enjoyable series that you know, just really enjoyed watching. But this whole second series is this is just like one of the best shows ever. I loved it so much. Oh, all right. So I think we've reached the end of the Yoamushi pedal for now. Isn't the manga no. licensed? Yes. Yes. Now? Yes. Press. So between the last episode where we talked about bicycles and this episode, the anime has been licensed by Discotech, so I can buy, unfortunately, it's just DVDs, but it's only no! still only gonna sell but it's only gonna sell like twenty copies and we're like Probably. me and me and Corey are two of them. I know you said you wouldn't buy it, but now after the second series, what do you think? <laughs> so so here's three of the twenty I'd copies it'll just... sell. I'd rather just buy the Blu-rays from Japan. <laughs> Only the second series. <laughs> Ouch. That's but all yeah. I need. And the manga got licensed, which blows, still blows my mind. Like, someone at Yen Press must really love this series, or they must have done a lot of drugs. <laughs> to, I, I mean, this, it's I already at 40 it. volumes. Yeah. 
Like they've got a long way to go. Yeah, they're doing them in. Yeah, they're doing two in one omnibuses, so twenty bucks as of now, which is still a long ass time for a sports manga about bicycles. (laughs) Yeah, and every I think like multiple people have said before, like even with anime, like every subsequent volume gets less sales. Yep. So I I don't know how they're going to do it, but I hope they do it. I don't think EM Press has ever canceled a series, though. Like, they've, like, they'll go into bankruptcy before they do that. You know. Um, One thing I do want to say to the listeners out there for the manga, well, A, of course, please buy it so that we can keep getting it. But B, if you do pick up the manga, stick with it um, because... The beginning. I so I start. I downloaded the manga, literally like four or five days before it was um, licensed. So you're welcome, because um, that's just how it works. <laughs> and so I started reading the manga. The artwork is ugly as sin at first. Like it gets the, better. Yeah, it gets really good. Um, but yeah, at first, like the characters don't even look like the characters. Like Imizumi, <laughs> I was like, that's supposed to be Imizumi. I was like, holy shit, really? Um, but yeah, the art is not good at all, and it really doesn't look like the anime. But um, I just started skipping around um, to see how the artwork progressed, and I went to, uh, I think it was the set, the end of the second day. The artwork gets amazing. Like, it still has that really weird design look, like the anime, but it, like, all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, this isn't even the same artist anymore. It look, it, the art gets really good, and all of a sudden, oh, hey, I know who that character is, because they actually look like who that freaking character is. <laughs> yeah, so I, I worry about that, like, people that pick up Yellow Petal, and they're like, oh, this is, like, god-awful. I'll just stick with the anime. It's like, no, 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 the art gets better, guys, like, promise please come back <laughs> you know unlike attack on titan which the art has always stayed ugly as sin i i opened one of those but i think i have the first i have the giant one colossal yeah version. yeah yeah i opened that up and i'm just like what what is oh this yeah this isn't what i remember no that yeah I remember I got so mad, like, when the first volume of Attack on Titan came out, like, like almost a whole year before the anime, I just remember taking to Twitter and being like, look, all you motherfuckers that say that Toriko has ugly art, if I see any of you say anything positive about Attack on Titan, <laughs> it will hurt you. <laughs> it was just bad. And I remember having conversations before the anime started. It was like, oh, no, the anime might be the way to go because it doesn't look ugly as sin. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, Yellow Petal, the art gets better. Please stick with it. I'm still surprised. So the author, uh, it's written and illustrated by Wataru Watanabe. Um, like, his other manga is... I haven't, Well, I watched the first episode of the anime. But his other thing is just the worst. It is what is his other thing? Magi Moji Rurumo. What? It's on Crunchyroll. Magi uh, Moji? Yep. Rurumo. Yep. 
What is this like, like eight year old witch? It's like super fan service, nasty, like nasty fan service. Oh my! Like the it, dungeon I, anime. Like I, I don't even know how it's the same person. 2007 to 2011. The first episode. Is he writing them at the same time? Is the I don't is the other one? Yeah, he was doing five? them at the same time. That is weird. Yeah, he started Yamamushi Pedal a year afterwards, so that he was doing both series. That's probably when the art gets better after he stopped <laughs> doing the other one. <laughs> oh, the other one's over. Good. Oh no, there's a um a third a third quill. A third Whatever. Quill. A th- yeah. That's not a word. Not a sequel, a third edition or whatever. Wouldn't it still be a sequel? Because it happens after. A sequel of a sequel. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, that so that's crazy. still going on. Anyway. Oh, that's, yeah. That anime just aired. It, it's pretty recent. Yeah, it's... I mean, you can go watch the first episode and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh my. I, just, I don't know how it's the same person. It's crazy. They're just like two totally different things. It's kind of weird. Well then. All right. <laughs> uh, I feel like that final was downer. Thoughts on Yoamushi Pedal, Chris? <laughs> this is like the best thing ever. I fucking love this series. The second season series was just the best. I will be buying the manga and the DVDs from Discotheque with great relish. I cannot wait to just sit down and watch it like Corey did. I could do it now, but I'd rather wait. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Um, even if you were a little lukewarm on the first series, you know, which yep. the first series is extremely entertaining, you know, but there's just something that keeps it away from being like what you would call like, no, this is legitimately good. You know, it's just more of a really entertaining thing. The second series, this, this was legitimately the shit. Best ever. I miss it already. I'm gonna cry. I hope. I hope uh, what comes next is just as good. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know uh, if there's enough manga for the next part to pick up a do another anime series anytime soon. Because the, the scanlations for the manga, they did. You know, they were not very far, and it's 40 volumes. Like I have no idea where we are, but. I just I just want more as soon as possible. Me too. Uh, Corey, final thoughts. Uh, super good. I like watching. I like watching crazy people be crazy. <laughs> oh, those death scenes. Those are still like the greatest thing. It's very satisfying. Uh, I agree with everything that everyone else said. Just oh knows. come on! And just, it just knows how to string it I all together. I want to watch more people riding on bicycles, and I want to hear more Hime songs. Indeed. He like screams out Hime, <laughs> like like a couple times, just like out of nowhere. I do that too every once in a while. <laughs> what was it? I think I, I think I even did a tweet on that. Like, it didn't even happen in the episode. I just, like, that was my tweet about how I felt about the episode. It was just Hime screaming. 
you can buy that song too. Like that's they they released the Hime song. I don't know. You know, if one thing Japan knows how to do is how to milk money. So of course we have that. That's true. Uh, all right. So where uh, where can we find you on the internet? Sounds like it's raining. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who? who oh, it's, it's you. It's okay. Not in my room, so it's either uh, have the rain in the background or die. Air no, conditioning. I don't want to turn that on. Well, I'm in Florida, so it has to be on, or I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like in Yomushi Pedal. Chris, internet. Uh, Gokufi on Twitter. That's that's pretty much it. Corey. Uh, Cyborg Soda, which I'm glad someone in Yoamushi Pedal appreciates soda. Arakita. Yep, Arakita's favorite beverage is a knockoff of Pepsi. It's pretty good. That was, that was really good, too. When After he defeats the green dude, he all looks back, and he's so far away, the green dude can't hear him. And he's just like, yeah. he mouths what him. Is... He's like, we'll meet up, and I'll buy you a Pepsi. Yep. <laughs> And the green dude's like, he's going to buy me a Pepsi. Oh. And I actually I went and bought a two liter Pepsi. So their, so their unofficial marketing worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I am Impassionate K on Twitter. Podcast is at Tycoon Podcast. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe, review, etc. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank yep. you. Surprised you continue to invite me. I'm surprised that you <laughs> haven't gotten like pitchforks coming at you yet. You, Chris. Oh. Is definitely a good of that word. one. Too. Oh, <laughs> what is that? That's not human. It's <laughs> 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 short. It's <laughs> short. <laughs> His spine is way too big. <sighs>
That is so good. <laughs>